Welcome to the Malcolm Go Podcast, December 6th, 2023. That was the Menzingers, I think is how you pronounce it. Pronounce it. Uh, I'm sloppy today. My, uh, I just started listening to that band. They popped up on my, uh, my music app for my Gaslight Anthem, like radio. And I like that song, and then there's some other ones, and that one just fit perfectly with the Patriots. The song's called Come On Heartache, whatever. And then I was like, uh, I listened to a lot of their songs, and then I just, re- this guy, he writes his songs, and he, like, he's one of these guys that, like, he would he writes songs like I would write songs. Like, I don't know how to be, like, uh, like have any, um, like, I don't even know what you call it, like a simile or a fucking metaphor in anything. He writes it exactly like it happened. There's a song he talks about, like, taking his girlfriend back to Boston. He's like, we stayed at your old house. We stayed in your bed. You stayed and ate spaghetti. Like <laughs> he tells you, like every single thing that happened during the day at this at, when he dropped dropped his girlfriend off. She's like, "You've got you're from Boston, but also you might be from the suburbs." And there's some it's weird we- fucking traffic's weird, <laughs> and I got lost, but parking wasn't that bad. <laughs> I call it a roundabout, but you call it a rotary. <laughs> Things are going odd, but I still love you. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just that. I did enjoy some of their songs, I should say, but that's exactly how all of, yeah. if you listen to his songs and just listen to the lyrics, it's like, what is he, like, why is he yeah. telling me this weird story? It's like a terrible guy, like, just telling you a terrible yeah. story in every song, your just mother, to, in, to a melody. Your mother's lasagna was good. <laughs> it's literally like that. I mean, no, I'm not even joking. It's and I think your older sister's hot. <laughs> I don't think I was supposed to say that out loud, but I can not help myself. I'm kind of jealous of your brother, and <laughs> yeah. he's got so much more talent. Talented me, yeah. yeah. It's odd. Fucking, I don't know. I um, I mean, what what what's there to say? What's left left to say about your New England Patriots? They've fallen to the depths, like to the point of uh, I mean, Mike Giardi's firing Belichick on on the on the uh, NBC Sports. I mean, he's got he's got a he's got mouths to feed. So that's that's uh, the Greg Bedard uh, school of thinking. So they go up on the radio and the TV and they uh. They throw out the hottest takes, and he's recently been hired from there because he was fired from NFL Network, uh, and he's just been going after Belichick for weeks and weeks. And um, nobody's got any real, you know, like concrete uh, way to fill it, you know, to refill the coaching job or vacancy. Everyone seems to think the best idea is just to promote Gerard Mayo, in which we talked about last week, was like See. basically the same thing. You're telling me, like, one of the most average journalists in the country yeah. <laughs> who's that. commenting on one of the best coaches of all time has no clue what a plan is, or he just, they just know how to point out what's wrong. Yeah. It's like, they, all right. It, what, it, what's really killing me is that these guys are giving all the credit for the defense playing hard and being good to Gerard Mayo, no credit to Bill Belichick, but the offense being shitty is what 100% Bill Belichick's fault. And zero percent anybody else's fault. So he gets, you know, no credit, but gets also all the blame. So it's very interesting. Nobody wants to. I I responded to Mike on Twitter. He doesn't listen to me. Obviously, he doesn't want to. Uh, he doesn't want to go uh, with an you know an a, an intelligent remark back to him. He won't say anything to that. Somebody will call him a cunt, and he'll retweet that. But he won't talk to me about actually having a follow up uh, to any of his commentary. Him Bedard. Albert Breer, any of these guys that just say shit and, like, expect us to eat it. Who uh, also act like because they covered a championship team, yeah. they also won championships. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, you guys are only relevant because you happen to be in a city where 
The Patriots have just been good for 20 years. Yeah, and years. ESPN is like 60 minutes away, so you could drive down there. The NFL Network, I, don't, I think that's in New York. Maybe it isn't. Uh, like, basically, you know, they're all just close by, and they need a reporter for every team, but still you're getting fired and have to work at a blog that's like barely as relevant as Barstool. You know what I mean? It's like fucking... I don't know who he works for. He works, he work? Yeah, exactly. He works for Greg Bedard's, like, out-of-his-basement blog. He didn't even want to be doing it. He got hired by fucking... I'm talking about Bedard. He got hired by the Las Vegas, like, uh, whatever the newspaper is out there. It'll be, like, the Raiders beat guy. And he's like, all right, I'm shutting it all down. And obviously that fell apart. He's like, well, nope, guess we're still doing this. <laughs> and now he's hiring, like, fired, basically fired uh, local reporters to be, like, his guys. So he did, like... How Barstool started, but it's not like doesn't have any comedy to it. It's just all sports. It's kind of like the athletic, just for Boston. And it's because it's fire, Rich. you know, every fired fucking reporter just, you know, gets into his company, which it's like expensive as fuck. I never even looked. I looked into it once. I was like, well, why would I ever pay for him? Just just to hear him listen, you know, shit on the team that I like. You know what I mean? That's the thing. It's like these guys all think they're doing like hard nosed journalists, like they're yeah. in Fallujah. Yeah. It's like you guys are covering a football <laughs> game. Fucking bombs going off behind them. Yeah, Only like, Hillary Clinton's been there and seen that. Like this is all so important to talk about that. Like it's like the end of the world that they're that they're two and nine. I don't know. I there's guys who like Reese. Mike Reese is clearly just the best guy. Just gives you yeah. facts. That's it. No no uh, speculation whatsoever. He'll say, oh, they might want to have this one back. You know what I mean? He'll like note that during his film reviews on on Monday morning, like. Uh, he does that thing where he's like clearing out the notebook, yeah. whatever, on Monday morning. He'll be like, they might want to have this one back. Poor coaching, I think, on this. But he won't be like, this piece of shit needs to go. It's over. Actually, he argued on like the radio. I didn't listen to it, but I just saw the that Belichick should stay. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, because it's not sensationalism. Yeah. That's just yeah. I don't know. I listen to uh, Lombardi. That's why he's not as. That's probably why he's not as popular or like as known. I mean, I he's think like he. Is- he the he, number one guy. He's the number one guy, but do you like? Do you ever hear him going on the radio and everyone being like, "Oh, Mike Reese on the radio," but Greg Bedard gets four spots a day on Sports Hub. It's the same as like you know, first take though. No yeah. one thinks anything that's said on first take is ever important. They right. all just like it's just the thing that they just show that well, people are like, Watch. "Is this the fake news means- media?" Because if it's on TV or if it's on the internet, it's fucking true to most people. You know, we give facts here. Yeah. We give the Malcolm truth. Go podcast. Uh, is the only place that's going to give you hard-hitting Patriots news and knowledge and be accurate 100% of the time. But I did hear, uh, I heard Lombardi talking, and he was talking about basically like building a team. And he said, the last thing you want to do on a team is fix the wide receiver position. So he's like, what you want to do is you want to fix the O-line, you want to have the defense, the quarterback, everything in place. And basically yeah. what the Eagles did. At the end, you bring in an A.J. Brett because – those guys can ruin a team real quick. And you don't hear the Patriots. They're still a team. And they're still fighting. Like, yeah. that's the only thing. Like, yeah. Do you know how easy it would be for the defense to be like, fuck this? Like, why do the we... The Jets? Even... Yeah. Look at what the Jets do every week when they're like, I want to fuck Zach Wilson's <laughs> mother in front of him. And the defense is Watch like sending into tweet. Choke him yeah. in a fucking a swirly tub. Yeah, they like. I guarantee he's getting shoulders. Zach Wilson's getting yeah. shoulders walking down the locker they rip room from his D backpack line. like he's a fucking Mormon nerd. Grab yeah. him by the back. You know, when kids used to grab you by like, like the senior would grab the freshman's uh, loop on the backpack and just rip him down from behind. It's a violent way to uh, <laughs> bully a kid. Yeah, I don't know if they were allowed to do that anymore, but that was a, that was a, that was the going rate at uh, Saugus High early on. With a senior would just grab 
my my top loop of my backpack and rip me down from behind un- a, unwittingly. The classic thing when you're a freshman, you're just getting like, it's like you're before the first game of the season starts, so you're with all the the team before you get to high school. You're practicing. You're yeah. around the seniors, the older kids. And you're like, wow, these guys are fucking all huge, and they're <laughs> way better than me. And, and then by like week six in the season, you're like, we're zero and six. You guys are losers. You guys, like, everybody here. Why sucks. am I getting bullied by you? <laughs> I should be bullying you. Yeah. Oh, but, um, but yeah. So that it kind of makes sense. It's starting to make me think a little bit that like, you know, as much as they like, do you? There was talks about bringing in Hopkins. There was talks about bringing in all these guys before the season, and. How much of this do you think Bill was like, we're not going to figure this out, so why are we going to force this team to try to be better than what it is? Like, I think they thought they would be like seven wins, maybe maybe win nine if they were like playing real hot and trying yeah. to make a move. But I think they quickly realized, like, oh, we don't have a quarterback, so why are we going to bring in do you think Bill, a like, receiver? I don't know. When do you think he gave – I don't know if he gave up on Mac, but he's like – I mean, clearly he has now, but – um, like, when do you think it, like, really started to, uh, I think he, he, I think he fucking, like, is a little bit still bullshit about, like, the way he was, like, big time in fucking Patricia last year, and I was, like, all for it, because I was, I thought Patricia was, like, literally the root of the problem, and, uh, I was, like, you know, do you think that he resents him for doing, like, basically being, not being outspoken, but, like, getting caught on hot mics and, like, getting caught being, like, uh, crazy, like, screaming on the sidelines and shit? I think he... I think Mac has a real good sense of studying a playbook, knowing the offense, knowing kind of what to do. Yeah. Like, I think he gets all that stuff. What I don't think he gets is, like, how to be, like, the guy in the huddle that everyone looks up to. How yeah. to be the guy that, like, on third down, like, you know, you're going to hold your block a little longer for him. Like, he doesn't have any of that, like, charisma stuff. He yeah. just has the, like... You know, he's 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 like a, a great, teacher's pet. Kind yeah, of. he's a great like I don't know. He's he'd be like a great he's a great like Alabama quarterback. You know what I mean? Like he's a good he's gonna sit there and throw wide open guys and you know have a fucking have to go to school. Like he's not a I don't know. He's just not an NFL competitor. I don't think he doesn't have like competitiveness is what the yeah. word I really look for. I know he wants to win and he just but he he doesn't have uh, to use the he shitty like term. He doesn't yeah. have the clutch clutch jeans or, no. ca- or care enough to have it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I, I've said it a million times, and it's just, it's unquantifiable. But, like, there would be fucking dropped receivers that we would pick up in the middle of the season that, like, would somehow, like, the Patriots would grab them to be, like, our fourth receiver, and they'd have to come in in the game, and they'd make some ridiculous catch on the sideline for Brady, right? And you'd be like, the fuck? Right now, our best receivers aren't making regular catches. Like, it, it just, there's just a different, like, I don't know, like, maybe, like you said, like, they just had a different, like, they knew that, like, their life was on the line if they dropped a Tom Brady pass. You Whereas know, if you drop a Mac even... Jones, like, Pete, these guys, their brains aren't in it. They're not even, like, you shouldn't even be allowed to compare those. But, like, even just, like, a guy like, like, uh, like even, like, a Purdy, like, he, as much as everyone just says, like, oh, go send Mac to San Francisco, he'd be winning. I don't know. Purdy plays with toughness. Purdy, like, Purdy is, like, I think he they has w- a little swagger to him. Mac doesn't, he, I mean, that fucking, that fucking gay giddy he does. <laughs> it's like, it was fun to do when you're like, oh, yeah, like, he's our guy. Because yeah, he was a nerd. Because like, he was, like, the nerd quarterback that everyone thought, you know, he's kind of okay. 
Like but he can just, be nerdy. Like like what's his name gets away with it. Like they did it with like uh, what's his name? Fucking uh, cousins. Co- yeah, Don't cousin with compare. the no, but he, he's a nerdy like winner. Yeah, that, like but, and at the time we thought Mac was like the nerdy winner. Except cousins is like fiery. Cousins yeah, is he like is. he has like that almost like that little bit of like Philip Rivers in him where he's like that like. That like, oh, I'm not supposed to swear, but I'm gonna call you a son of a gun. <laughs> like Mac doesn't really have he he's been doing that little, you know, the twisting the of the tweaking ankles, people, yeah. Tripping people, cheap shotting this, doing like weird shit, like the sack tap. The sack tap, I think that was the official like this guy is not like like a dude like he's not like a man with us. Yeah, like we can't no. be defending that. Yeah, he's like, not I'll gonna go to like you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think Trent Brown is gonna step into a fight for Mac Jones after sack tapping uh it really was mm-hmm. like an it's it was an issue and it was like a long line of them like Brent what is it, the Burns dude yeah out of Carolina? I still thought, I thought that was overblown at the time and now looking back hindsight tw- being what it is now like you had like that I don't remember oh like he did like that block last year against that Eli Apple or something yeah, he like went low on a pick six on right? a pick six yeah he like or fucking tried to bury the fucking yeah it was him it was a pick. It was an interception, at least, and he, like, blindside blocked fucking a guy that didn't even have the ball. Yeah. So I think it's just, like, enough of those little things that were, like, a little bit of a tell where you're like, this guy just isn't really – So He's I just don't know. Like a, And I think once they, like yeah. – I mean, Bill's been around it a while. I think he kind of knew, like, all right, like, maybe we're not where we thought we were. Maybe, you know, Mac was there at 15. He was – I still think it was the right – like, I still think he'd probably make that pick it. Like, you almost have to do it again. Yeah. I mean, you had no quarterback. You had Cam Newton, maybe. You had Cam Newton, who was maybe, I mean, he's maybe better than uh, Zappy, but he's just as bad a thrower as uh, Zappy was, is. And uh, the only thing he could do, he could run, but he was like, he wasn't, he couldn't run like a Bill O'Brien offense, I don't think. I think he was pretty good uh, when they, like, made, they tailored the offense to him with McDaniels. Like, I think that kind of worked, but I don't think that he could come in and be like, okay, we're going to run the fucking option routes. You know what I mean? And like people keep saying like, Oh, I don't know what happened to Mac from that, that rookie year. I don't know what happened to Mac. Like he was this, he was that. It's like he threw 20 touchdowns and like 12 interceptions that year. It Which was a decent rookie year though. I it mean, was a good rookie year, yeah. but it's not like he was like CJ Stroud. It's not like he was like no. this guy who walked in and you're like, Oh, this could be the guy. Like we yeah, thought, we all thought for sure that like, all right, if he makes some steps, but he wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't as. I good thought of he was going to go to like twenty-eight touchdowns, like ten interceptions, and I thought that was going to be like his career. I thought he was going to be like a thirty-ten guy all the time, just steady. You know what I mean? I never thought he was going to be a superstar, but uh, I thought he was going to be like a thirty-touchdown, ten-interception guy, protected the ball, you know, made plays, checkdowns, shit like that. You know, like I said, like a fucking, he would have been like an early season, early career Brady, his whole career. You know what I mean? Like, a, not like mentally, but like that type of player where you, yeah. it's take, just throw to the open guy, you know, take shots when you can and just make winning plays. I thought that was like his peak was like, give me like 2001 Tom Brady to maybe 2002 Tom Brady before like 2003. That's what I was like. The first two years of Tom Brady's career is like, that's where I thought his peak was going to be. There's just not a lot there. It's just there's not a lot of like, yeah. He doesn't really have a lot that you're like, all right, this this guy is like a, a guy. It just doesn't feel like he, it at all. Yeah. Okay. I've seen him get feisty, but like it's never good feisty. It's never like yelling at the team to like get him fired up or like being on the sidelines like screaming yeah. at guys. It's like when you're eight and you fight with your neighbor who's a girl. 
Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. Like, you're like, you're not really Bite fighting. Bite your ankle. Yeah. You're no. like, you're pulling hair and you're like yeah. pinching with it. <laughs> like, for instance, and I hate to always do this, but this is the Malvin Go podcast and we are Tom Brady's, uh, you know, we're good friends. I've got the, I've got the tweet post on the wall when he retweeted his best friend. But anyway, I, I'll bring it up again. Like, there's a, there's a certain competitiveness. It's just a different level. It's like uh, the Brady competitiveness, the Jordan, fucking, you know, LeBron, whoever else, fucking all-time greats have a different competitiveness. Like, I was watching his Instagram, as one does, uh, in, the, in a hot shower, nude. But no, I was watching it anyway, and he's, he's doing this new, you know, this new fucking, like, Christmas game that everyone's, like, promoting right now, which is where, like, you wear the ball on your head. You know, it's like a... You got a headband and there's like a box, there's like a rubber ball on the end of it, and you punch it and it like goes on the TV and you can just kind of count it. I don't know. It seems like it's like an exercise. It's just like a game, but like it's an exercise. Like you punch the ball that's dangling from your forehead, and like it just counts the amount of times you punch it. Basically, that seems like that's the only the the whole game. But whatever. He like so it's hard because you punch it out forward and you have to keep punching it. So it becomes like a speed bag type thing, but it's on your forehead, so like every movement fucks with it. I don't know. That's not the point. The point is, he missed. I'm just confused, because I, like, I feel like you should just do push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, he's an older man. He's a man of a certain age. So anyway, he did it, and he missed on like 14, and he goes, fuck! fuck like, scree- I, you saw like the fire come out of him, like, oh, he's really pissed, and he's like mad that he lost on 14 for this dumb video, and he was like really fucking bullshit, and he like did it again and got more, and he was like, yeah, fuck yeah! <laughs> Screaming and shit, and I'm like, see, that's like, Mac Jones doesn't have that. Like, Mac Jones is ho- listening to Taylor Swift with glitter jackets. I can't. It's no. not the same level. Yeah, because if I played that game, I would, I, would, I would miss it, and then go, this game's gay. Yeah, this game is stupid. Let's <laughs> go fucking play, this play Zelda. Yeah, this is probably way better shit to play than this. I'm, I'm all set. <laughs> Why do I have to get sweaty to play this game? I used to think that about the Wii. I'd be like, this is fun. Let's bowl. And I'd be sweating two seconds into it. I'd be like, Why am I, this sucks. I can, go, I can bowl for real. Yeah, I don't, I, it's tough, too, because you, you watch the team, the defense, which I guess they're almost there. Like, they're not getting turnovers, but teams don't really have to take many chances against them. No, exactly, and that's why the Chargers were punting from, like, the guy who's, like, known for being the most aggressive coach in the league will go for it on fourth down from, like, his own 10, was punting from, like, the 40, you yeah. know what I mean, on our side. I don't know. It's just tough. So, like, I think the defense really – I mean, I don't think they're, like, 10 points a game good. I think that's a, a – yeah. that has a lot to do with how bad our offense is. And the teams aren't like, we're not going to try to throw a ball and turn it over here because yeah. even when we do do that, we still can't score. It's but, very – like, the, the matchup this week is so fucking weird because the Steelers are identical – like, literally worse. I think that there was, like, two things that they might have been better than us at. Like, their offense – is worse rushing, worse passing yards, yet they have seven wins. They Which, have worse defense than us. I don't like yard for based on yards and points. It's fucking weird. I don't understand because so the Patriots have been like pretty much the worst offense I've like ever I've ever watch. seen. What other team have you seen? Like I haven't watched a lot of Jets other than the time we played them this year. Like, but yeah, they're bad. But like but, I've never seen a team that. They're gonna get. They got shut out twice this year, right? But the Patriots have times. a better offense than like three other teams. Yeah. How does wise, this happen? I don't know. I because don't know. Because we're like, we're ready to fire the coach. We're thinking about move like, the team. Yeah. There are people trying to like. They have ropes around the White House right now, trying to pull it down. <laughs> They're like, this fucking thing's a curse. Take that thing down like yeah. the Saddam statue. And, and like, I don't understand how it could be this bad. And if this happens again next year, yeah, like. 
Okay, next year there's no more. I mean, let's face it. Next year there's no fucking. There would be no uh, no excuses. There's no excuses going into this. There's not year. really any excuses this year either. I mean, there's some. They you shouldn't s- be this bad. No, I, I agree. They shouldn't be this bad. They should have been at least as good as they were last year. They had a, yeah. Oh, they had a tougher schedule this year, but like. Looking back on it, it's not that brutal anymore. Like, they could have easily won five games in a row right now. They could have easily beaten the uh, Commanders, the Colts, the uh, Chargers, and the Giants. That's four. And they could beat the Steelers. Like, they should have won those five games. You, I think I predicted that, like, five weeks ago. I said, they're going to win five games in a row. Are you – are they locked in – were they locked in with Mac going to the year because it's like, all right, he's a first-round pick. It's year three. He had the good first year. Second year, he was all right, but like we, we see some holes in his game. Do you think there must have been some sense of, like, he's not going to be able to get it done, so why don't we just go try to get a veteran as a backup? Like, why is there no backup quarterbacks they besides, know. like, Minshew? Minshew comes in, he just wins. I don't think there's any good – there's, like, three or – I mean, I think the fucking uh, – the franchise quarterback is, like, dead right now. There's, like, five of them. And one of them's 50 and has an Achilles tear. There's like literally like five, and like tr- Trevor Lawrence is coming. I mean, CJ Stroud is coming, but like that. But these guys all come. Like, there was like eight other guys who were coming, and then all of a sudden they disappear. Yeah, and I'm then, saying there's no, but there's like, you know, it's hard enough to get one good quarter. I can get two. Do you think Mahomes is fucking the league up so bad because everyone's like, Shitty. I guess it's kind of like, but I don't know. That felt like there was more. Like with, with Brady and Manning, they kind of like ruined the league a little bit because everyone had to compete with them. But then there was like Phil Rivers. There was, yeah, there was still it. Phil Rivers. There was Roethlisberger, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Eli. Favre. I mean, there was a lot of good players in the league. It wasn't McNabb. Um, you know, I mean, there was a lo- fucking Hall of Fame quarterbacks playing. Yeah, where now it feels like these quarterbacks are all trying to compete with Mahomes, but yeah. like no one can really, no one's even close to him. Like, no. who's the second best quarterback in the league? For Josh Allen, maybe, he but like he throws a, a thousand picks. He's not even close to his. Yeah, and I, but I heard a, I heard like a uh, a pretty good take I heard today. Like it's like no, and which I agree with. I think nobody in the league like relies on one player more than the Buffalo Bills rely on Josh Allen. I think they have no nothing else. Literally, well, Diggs is a, like a perennial well, yeah, top I mean, five but receiver. But he he needs fucking Josh Allen to throw him the ball. So if Josh Allen's not like r- running behind a bad offense line with no running game in an average defense, he's like running fucking for seventy yards, throwing for fucking four hundred. If he's not doing that, they're not winning. And yeah, uh, he throw yeah he gets reckless with the ball, but he has to be because he's throwing fucking. To- I don't know why they're always down on Gabe Davis as a well, second receiver, but like- what would happen if Mahomes wasn't playing? Well, here's the difference. Like, I think Josh Allen, if he was on Kansas City, would be probably just as good. I mean, no, the fucking no, 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 no. I don't think so. I don't think there's he would a ridiculous be nearly rate. as good as Mahomes is. Like, it was like when people were like, "Oh, if you just put, you know, Philip Rivers with the Patriots, yeah, they'd be winning Super Bowls. Bowls." It's like, no, they wouldn't. Like, they would still be very good. Yeah, but I think Mahomes is on that. Like, besides him, I don't think anyone's nearly. No, but like, there's a, there's like a, there's stats out there, and I'm not gonna look them up. But like, there's like Mahomes' like percentage of passes that are screen passes, like for his yards and touchdowns are, like, astronomically higher than everybody else. They're, like, every... No, I'm not saying he can't throw deep, or, like, it's just... But that is, like, when Brady was here, and it was, like, he would he would drill you with a 15-yard a in, 
and then a back shoulder to the sidelines, yeah. and then the defense is like, oh, we have to get after Brady, and then he's like, oh, little screen, screen pass, pass, boom, gone. Like I, taking the easy yards is actually something that, for some reason, do. all the bad quarterbacks don't do. Yeah, I get it. I, I get it. I just, uh, I mean, I don't think I, something to be said about Andy Reid's coaching philosophy. Like, I don't think that McNabb would have been all that great. I guess el- elsewhere. I don't think uh, that's you fair. know Alex Smith was good in Kansas City. Was terrible with San Francisco, and obviously he was. Leg fell off in Washington, and he's kind of being cunty too, by the way, on fucking on ESPN, uh, saying that Brady's played in the worst division possible for like 25 years. He fucking destroyed you several times, Alex Smith. <laughs> fucking, you weren't in his division. Yeah, what a clown. I can't handle that one too. It's like, we're yeah. not going back in time to fucking renegotiate these fucking or just rehash these old fights about uh, bad divisions and all this shit. It's the, not a bad division when you're the best team in yeah. it every year. It's like, oh, no, it's, it's always that. the bad division but, because, uh, because the Patriots were fucking them up for three years or for 10 years straight. So they couldn't get past even each other. They're taking like the other team's best players. They're all firing their coaches because nobody can compete. That's different. Like yeah. they had to keep resetting their coaches. Uh, you know, Rex Ryan lasted a pretty decent amount of time. Well, he was a pretty decent coach. I mean, some of them made it. Some like just because they were fucked up organizations, they still had to play uh, the best team. They had to play the first first place schedule every single year for twenty years. Play the Super Bowl against the other league's best team. I mean, those playoffs are not fucking division games. And. Yeah, and exactly, they had Colts to, every week, every fucking year. Like as soon as your team got bad, like the Patriots were like parentally good, and as soon yeah. as your team got like bad, they were like, "All right, yeah, exactly. We have to fire the coaches. We have to do this. We have to do that." And then all of a sudden, you have a, a whole new organization, which it takes you like two to three years to get rid of the players. By the time you're good, you put all that money into that third, fourth year, yeah, and then you're not good, and then you're like, "Oh well, that didn't work. So let's, let's fire start everyone over. again and do it again." It's like. This is what I don't want the Patriots to do. Exactly. You We're get into an endless cycle. We're already into like the point bad. where you're in you're on the cycle with uh probably with the quarterback. So you're going into your second round of quarterback cycling. Then you want to start it over with a brand new coach who's never fucking coached before. I mean, you're not going to do it. It's crazy. Just start you it's not even coach. You're talking strip down the entire fucking brand, the whole fucking from top to bottom, the whole do your job, everything mantra, everything coaches, executives, everybody fucking gone. I mean, there's you're going to take, you'd get rid of all of it for, because uh, there you had one bad year in 25. It, so the other thing about that too is like in, so two years ago when the Patriots went 10 and seven yeah. and made the playoffs, they were fighting for the division, right? That was considered a failure in the Patriots. eye. like everyone's like, the oh, team's that was a, eyes, yeah. yeah, that was a failure. Where the Texans are going to end up going about nine and eight or ten and seven, everyone's going to go. Oh, look at this new coach! Look how good they're doing. Look at the new quarterback, and then they're going to lose in the first round, and they're going to be out. But th- that's going to be a success because, because everyone's going to so be excited bad. for the future. But like no, yeah, people were like, okay, it looks great, but like, how did you fail so bad in the playoffs? You know what I mean? They went to Buffalo and lost by thirty. And actually, the only two players that played good were Mac Jones and Kendrick Bourne. Everybody else was dog shit. Yeah, Mac did actually have a decent. You know, he threw that long pick that was like an unbelievable interception. But like, other than that, he had a good game. Yeah, the defense just got dog walked by Josh. Yeah, Allen. I mean Josh Allen exactly he just fucking smoked him the whole game. So that's what happened. But I mean, exactly right. And 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 I I don't know if I brought it up on this podcast, but I bring it up fucking every single t- chance I get. So I'll talk to my fucking uh, like a hamster about it. So it literally happens nonstop. So I probably said it on this podcast, 
It's like, how about you let Bill Belichick or, hey, Bob Kraft, you want to fucking, uh, you know, mess around in the football operations? How about helping refill and restock the fucking scouting department and the fucking uh, executive department? Like, does Bill have to be going out there year after year for 25 years finding new GMs, or not GMs, but like head of pay, uh, player personnel, head of, head of college scouting, head of pro scouting because all they've been doing for 25 years is getting stolen to run other teams and he has to keep refilling so you want to you want to be mad that he's put his kids in fucking coaching positions well how about for fucking 20 years he's lost fucking pioli dimitrov lombardi fucking uh casario i mean mcdaniels twice ziggler elliot wolf i mean there's a fucking thousand of them that have gone on to run programs uh run their own teams run fucking be head coaches everywhere and they don't Which, give them. They don't give them the fucking benefit of the doubt, like because you don't see these guys. So, uh, oh, you lost Josh McDaniels. You're this bad. You lost Josh McDaniels. No, how about you lost your fucking head of uh, scouting? You lost your fucking guy that was making the draft picks. The guy that drafted fucking Mac Jones. Um, you did probably lose your what three top offensive, like not only McDaniels, but you probably lost your three top other offensive assistants. Coaches, yeah. You lost your fucking guy. Uh, you got Lombardi's son got taken. You, uh, defensive coordinators. I mean, how many times are you going to lose Which, fucking coaches and executives and expect them to continue competing and just refilling it with guys that, you know, he knows about? You know what I mean? There's nobody, like, he's pulling guys out of nowhere that you've never heard of, like fucking, you know, Wichita State fucking, you know, uh, left tackle coach, and he's, he's making them fucking uh, college scouting director. So you have no idea what the fuck's going on. Like, these Tony's been covering the North Shore scouting of <laughs> high school football for I like got that on lock, two decades me. now. Granted, we haven't produced a single talent yet, <laughs> but if there one if one comes, Listen, Bill's gonna know about. There's it. a couple North Shore boys in uh, the NFL right now. The tight end for the Ravens is a Everett guy. Uh, the thing is, they just didn't fit the Patriot prototype. Yeah, Bill no, knew I about I it. Tony, I said, you know what? Just Tony don't worry had about them it. aware. Oh, yeah. I don't think they, they knew that the North. I, when there's ever is the North Shore prospect. I shoot it down to Bill. I said, yeah. Bill, I got this. But Tony's taking care of this. I require no money. Yeah, no. But we're on it. Don't yeah. think we're not on it. It's just it, just let him refill the stocks. Or or Bob, go out on your own and fucking... You want to talk about uh, being depressed in the fucking owner's box? Go fucking see where all these scouts are coming from. Find some new scouts. Get some guys in that can run fucking player personnel. Bring back Pioli. He's, he's got to be bored. Dimitrov, what the fuck's he doing? What the fuck? I mean... Um, which, Dave Ziegler, can, they're out of jobs, and they're getting paid billions by the Raiders. I'm sure they'll come back. You would think that, um, well, maybe there's a level of of the media was just like, they just really don't like Bill so much just because of the way he handles yeah. press conferences. It's always been that. But may, so, like, maybe, but you think they would have a little, like, semblance of that being talked about. But no, they just act like, well, they can't really think this, but they act like it's a one-man show. Maybe because Bill gets all the credit, and everyone thinks he's the best, so he's... Yeah. Whatever, but they don't like him. But they, you'd think they would have a, an understanding of how the inner workings of a team. It's is. it's 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 a. Or it's just your lazy. And well, it's care. the fantastic fucking story of the year because for twenty five years or twenty three years they've been the greatest sports franchise in history. So when they finally bad, it's like okay, let's pile on this forever. You know what I mean? Like it's just like I don't know. It just when it you know it's a a, a fucking rolling a Rolling Stone. Or uh, still stone gathers no uh, Rolling Stone gathers no moss, whatever the fuck it is, whatever it, the saying is. They just or when it rains it pours. They I don't know whatever the saying. This got to be a, a a colloquial term for something it. Something about don't know a, fi- a fist in your so, ass. I so, don't know so, exactly. Yeah, some some Asian man said something much smarter <laughs> than I can think of. But um, it's just uh, it's they just are piling on and having a great time doing it. They're gonna find new angles to it, and 
It's just like anything. And, you know, when people are suspected and they can make up shit, like just like they did with like the Brady and the Bill, like inner workings and the arguments and them not liking each other. Like and every fucking six weeks, a new thing would come out about the, how they hate each other. Like even if they're wrong, they'll still report it. Fucking Brady wants to be Patriot of the Week or Mr. Patriot or whatever the fuck it was. Like, you know, shit like that. Or yeah. locks out Garoppolo. They just, they'll make shit up and throw it at the wall. So they, they, is because no one, the thing about the Patriots is, yeah, um, they don't talk, but they're also not going to refute stories. That's the thing. So, like, they know that. That's why Albert Breer can go on to fucking, uh, you know, Fox Sports Net on fucking whatever on the Celtics channel and be like, you know, he'll use the words like, I think people are pretty mad at Bill and they're getting ready, getting ready to dump him. Because if you say, I think, you can't be like held liable in a fucking court of law. So he'll just use, I think, and just throw whatever fucking thing he says. Yeah. He says, I think there's people in that building that are ready for Bill to get out of there. Shit it's like that. really going to bug you, too, that, like, I mean, those guys are making the equivalent of, like, the person at Costco that checks your receipt out when you leave. Like, that's how much money those guys make on a regular basis. Like, those reporters make zero money. As it's they should. Well, the, most of them are from ritzy backgrounds. They're all from fucking, like, those western suburb towns where, like, their dads are fucking, uh, you know, like, chemists. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they'd be like, you know, and they all, have, they all have friends that do their investments and shit. So they all come from a lot of old farm money. You know what I mean? They had they had Where, people for it. You know, now they'd be like, you know what? I can go get fucked up in college for four years, and I'll come back. I'll just be a sports reporter for yeah, ESPN. Like Wellesley, where it yeah, just happens exactly. to be like the whitest town ever. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're, exactly what happens. Yeah. We're trying to, in not so many ways, call them Jews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're Jews, but they've got free Palestine fucking things on their on their lawn. That's the type but, of people they are. Uh, no, but we. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what we were talking about before. I don't know. We, we, we spiraled for a bit. Yeah, I don't know. I think... I don't think... Oh, that's what I was going to say. This How bad this year is... Yeah. Who would you rather be right now, the Patriots or the Jets? Like, this is our Patriots. worst year in 20 years. Yeah. I still think I'd rather be the Patriots than the Jets. I would, the too. Jets, I mean, the, the first of all, the they're ready to fucking... If, if Aaron Rodgers wasn't uh, sitting in the wings right now... That whole fucking... They'd all be packing their bags. They'd have to be, because that defense, who is supposed to be the best in the league... Isn't that great? ...has been pretty average. Yeah. I mean, they lost to the Patriots, who are... Suck. Yeah. They haven't beaten the Patriots in, what, 15? 15 or 16 weeks in a row. Yeah. Games in a row. So, like, as bad as this is, we're not the Jets. We're not the Giants, who are... Who beat us. I mean, they've been bad for... Since... What's his name left? Uh, Coughlin Coughlin left They've been bad Yeah like, I don't think the Patriots are Going to be down For that long and Especially if you keep Bill Now if you get rid of Bill Dude you can't They could have a new coach They could have like Five new coaches In the next 12 years If they get rid of Bill 100% They could be one of those friends. It would be a cycle And and Bill And Kraft for what he likes he, You know For what he's known for He's like He's really loyal And he's only hired two coaches and one was uh, he wanted to hire Belichick in '96, didn't do it. Went with Pete Carroll, another greatly successful head coach, just not with the Patriots. Went to fucking USC, was like the most dominant coach before Saban in college. And then now he's fucking obviously a great head coach for the Seahawks. But like, and he goes and gets Belichick, and they go forever. But like, it's so much different. Like at the time, you had fucking Bledsoe, who was a first overall pick, you know, in the prime of his career like mid to late 20s with with uh you know pete carroll and then he goes to belichick and he's still probably 
He signed the biggest deal in, in NFL history that I'm sure Belichick signed off on. So, like, you have a franchise quarterback. You had weapons. You had Terry Glenn. Oh, my boy. You had fucking Terry Glenn. You had fucking uh, Troy Coates. Brown. Your defense was pretty much stacked. Curtis Martin. You know, I mean, it was a lot of overpaid guys, but you had, like, still had Ty Law, Willie McGinnis, the whole fucking core of what your team was to become. Um, you do that, I mean, you're starting over with barely anything. You don't have the quarterback. You don't have anything. you got to give Bill his last chance with fucking – I don't even say it last chance. I mean, you should get as many chances. The respect and the chances, you know. I he's never had to rebuild a team so completely. Like, he did it in 2000 on his first fucking try. Like, they literally gave him a team in 2000 that was, you know, over the salary cap, had ridiculously, you know, had a weak middle class of the roster. He had to cut so many guys. Like, I don't even think he had enough guys to, like, fill a roster halfway through the summer. Because he had to cut all these guys and have all this dead cap space. Brings in low-cost guys that just work out. Fucking Anthony Pleasance, Mike Vrabel, you know what I mean? Like the, the type of guys that like are just cast off some other teams, older vets and shit to build a culture and to build things around. And yeah, obviously you get lucky getting hitting Brady in the sixth, you know, in the sixth round. But I mean, he still had Bledsoe. He still, you know, he was building the team. And, you know, like 5'11", but the defense was pretty good, and the offense was, everyone was looking up. And in 2000, they go on that sh- crazy run, 2001, and it just never stops. But, like, you got to give him the chance to pick his players and do it again. Like, he's, he had his entire, like, super fucking staff, what he wanted then. You know what I mean? And it has been, like, re- not recycling it, but, like, you know, it was like a living organism for 20 years. And, like, guys would, like, grow into it and get older, and people wanted to join it. And then it just became years and years of, you know, it draining. He's got to be able to rebuild it. Like, no one's coming calling for Patriots coaches this year, except for maybe Mayo. You know what I mean? No one's coming calling for their fucking executives after a 2-15 and 15 season. It's different. Like, you can keep your guys, and you can build it. You can take other teams' guys. You know what I mean? You're in that position. If you want to be building your team back up, like, you're able to get guys you know. Guys from Alabama or guys from fucking San Francisco. If you want to go back to that stupid offense you fucked your whole team with. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just, there's so many ways to go I about it. He's got $100 million in a top three pick. They also definitely realize, like, all right, the Brady thing was a massive mistake. Should have never yeah. left. Should never allowed that to happen. Now, you can blame that on Bill. All right, fine, but... Why are you now going to allow that to happen again? Yeah, exactly. Why like, would you why double you down gonna, on it? it? It happened, and it was a mistake. So now we're just going to what? Now get rid of Bill, too, because he made And I'm not even mistake. ready to say it's a mistake anymore. Like, I, it, it, it was a mistake for the Patriots. It wasn't a mistake for Brady. Absolutely not. No. No, for sure Was he going to win another Super Bowl with the Patriots he, roster the way it was? No, aged I, and fucking Gronk's retired at all type. you know? I mean. I Gronk. think he would have easily just have retired a Patriot, though. I, uh... No, he, you know how competitive he is. You, you know he wanted to win a Super Bowl. I still, still think he would have fought for it. I just don't think he would I have mean, got it. The last year when he was pretty pissed off, which he was kind of angry all year, they still were – they had a chance. I mean, they didn't play well, especially no. in the playoffs, but they had a chance. But, but it, I mean, it was no really no different than 2018 where they made – like, nobody gave him a chance against the Chargers at home, and they ran the table, went to Kansas City, and won. You know what I mean? It's a, it was – it could have could have happened, but I don't know. I just, you know, they had Edelman on one knee, Gronkowski retired. I mean, Hightower's at the end of his career. McCourty's pretty much at the end of his career. All the receivers they drafted were busting out. You know, Nikhil was cut like fucking a head case, didn't work out. It was just not, it just didn't happen. Like, he went, 
He took his, you know, his it chief was, contract and picked a team that was ready to win at a, for a guy that's 42. You know yeah. what I mean? And also unprecedented, precedented. You can't say like, oh yeah. I mean, at the time, everyone's like, all right, he's 42. I can't believe he's gonna leave and like start over. It's, you know, no one had ever even played that long, especially at an elite level. No, and then he realized how bad they were. I mean, the next year, what he had the same amount of what, nine and eight the next year when the Patriots went eight and nine, missed the playoffs. Oh, the his last year. Yeah. Yeah, he. I mean, they made the playoffs and lost but in the playoffs. At yeah. Nine and eight. Yeah, it was a bad team. Yeah, they lost to the Cowboys at home. The Patriots were eight and it was like the same type of like they yeah. had a similar season. And Brady was kind of done. He was and, he wasn't taking any hits that year. The ball was coming out. Instantly. Yeah, the defense was fucking him over. He was Antonio, over. Antonio Brown quit in the middle of the year. Yeah. yeah, it was a whole fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I and I think he didn't like the coach at the end. I think because yeah, that was talked that got leaked a lot where they were like. Oh, well, Tom was kind of saying that, like, yeah. oh, you know, I guess as mad as I was, like, I didn't realize exactly how things were running other places because what's-his-name was, a, like, trying to run his own offense, and then Brady had to yeah, be man. like, dude, we're not doing that. You don't like, even know what you're doing. Like, he was basically like, you sit on the sidelines, I'll win the Super Bowl, you'll get a ring, and then we'll just retire to the front office. And then the one thing they made the mistake on was, like, they made Todd Bowles the head coach who was, like, so – he fucked him – like they should have won back to back Super Bowls, and I'll never forget it. Like they were beating the Rams, and they like zero blitzed on a fucking a play for a hail mary, and Cooper Cup got behind the defense, and I was like, this is crazy. Like there's no way you make that call in that situation. Bill Belichick went at a ten back. It was like fucking eight seconds left or something. What was yeah. it? They, and they and kicked he, a field goal to win it. Yeah, Cooper Cup caught like a forty yard pass. It was over longer the, than that yeah. behind behind the safety, in a fucking hail mary situation. They ran a blitz. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. They should have won that game, and they would have won the Super Bowl because the Rams won, won the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know where we're going. I don't know, like, this is the lowest spread in, like, what, 40 six? years? It's in the oh, the, low, the low. It's, the over-under is in the I thought 20, it was. I, I was 29. just looking at it. I thought it was 36. It's um, 29. Oh, that'd be crazy. I mean, they're playing the backup quarterback of a bad offense. So, but I mean, it's the weird thing is, it's is like 30 and a half right now. Even watching like 30, point, it opened yeah. at 32 and a half, and we're at six point underdogs, which is basically they're saying they're gonna. I don't even, even want to get into the math of that, but it's like they're thinking we're gonna score in the teens, which is 20, already crazy. Yeah, <laughs> basically 23 17 is yeah. what they're calling this game. Yeah. Which, which not, no, no, not 23 17, 13 to uh, sorry, oh, West 17 to like 11. Basically, uh, yeah, like 18 to 12. That We're not getting right. double digits. So, not my boy uh, Bailey, I got into a fight at the game. So, we'll talk about it. I did have a um, might as well talk about the game a little bit. I did, it was a, a, just a nightmare. I, but I do this pain for the Malgo, the Malgo listeners. I endure the pain, I embrace the suck. You'll never see me though. With I'll, I'll never be a paper bag guy. If I ever see a fucking Patriot jersey with a paper bag over its head, believe me, a big roll with right Italian fists going right through that bag. You really are a cocksucker. If you put a paper bag yeah. over your head as a Patriots fan, like you're embarrassed of what yeah. six Super Bowls? In get the away! Last 20 yeah, years, take you your fucking loser. shirt off and get punched in the mouth by yeah. me. How spoiled do you have to be? How much of a spoiled cocksucker do you have to be? Brat. To be this you have upset the, one of the best stadiums in the league. All brand new, furnished, free parking, uh, an awesome area around it. All built because of this franchise's last twenty years being dominant. Best head coach, best players, nonstop, just winning. Won more games than like a fucking 
20-year spread than people won in forever. You know what I mean? I think the Patriots had, like, the most losses in history, you know, in the league up until 2000, and now they have the most wins almost, besides, like, the Packers have been playing since Jesus was born. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's just a, it's fucked up, but uh, I lost my train of thought. So, yeah, it was a fucking shit show. So um, I didn't have anyone to go with because everyone's – my brother doesn't have, doesn't have the heart. My other friend, Vince, he doesn't have the heart. They don't have the heart I have of a lion. It really is, like uh, – it's 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 a battle. Yeah. It's it's well it's, you just I mean late in the season it's always a battle to like get yourself up to like go to the game. In a rain game, no matter what. I mean I've been to AFC Championships game. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C where I'd be like, fuck, it's going to rain. It's going to suck dick. I really don't want to go to this. But, like, you, you, you look at your couch, you're like, you know how much better it would be if I just sat right there? But, like, uh, but you're like, I'm not going to lose money. And you can't give the tickets away right now. Like, I'd be like, you want these tickets to any, anybody, homeless men. Like, here, go eat and drink. Do whatever you want to do. Enjoy yourself. They're like, fuck, no, I ain't going to that. So I'm like, you know what? What am I going to do? So I go down there. I roll down solo. Uh, I brought, brought my nephew and uh, his buddy. You know, I figure you know this is a nice, a nice little bonding day. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give him the whole, I'll give him the whole, the whole shebang, the whole, uh, what do you call it, the whole, the whole idea of the tailgate. Of course, it's shitty because it's raining. So here's what you need to do, kids. <laughs> you need to get the McDonald's cups because those aren't clear; they're white. And you can fit three, four beers in one of those on the I showed drive him, down. I showed him how to perfectly snuggle, uh, smuggle in three Coors Lights. Uh, there were pints, though, so it was yeah. a little bit different. Uh, metal cans. You just bring them right in. <laughs> Boys love it. Um, but, you know, I, yeah, I, f- I figured I'd give him the whole show. I'd cook for him. We'll enjoy ourselves. Tony does a movie. I didn't realize, like, how, like, being the old guy at the tailgate is, like, like they don't want to talk to you at all. Like they're third, they're twelve, and they're like, "Fuck, like who this old fuck?" Like I don't care about him. Come I'm on, like, son, I'm Get, like, <laughs> show me your stance. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm like, show me pass pro. Yeah. Show me pass pro. They're like, they're not dressed for the rain. They're more, they're more worried about their swag and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, "Yo, I'm doing this for the drip." You know what I mean? I want to be, I want to be partying. I'm like, you guys are gonna be fucking miserable because I had rain jackets, rain hats, rain uh, a poncho, rain pants. Uh, waterproof shoes, and I was like, I'm not gonna, you're not gonna feel a drip. I get my, I get my nephew and his friend. They're wearing cotton sweatpants and like three hundred dollar Jordan sneakers. I'm like, <laughs> everything here is ruined before we even get to the game. Just want you to know that. They're like, yeah, my mom got me these these rain pants, but they're like gray and weird. I was like, they're gray and weird. I was like, what a great teenage thing to say. <laughs> I was like, so you're not gonna wear? He was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna wear them. I was like, all right, it's fucking, you're gonna learn your lesson real Where are quick. Where these kids from? Rivera and no, but now they live 
elsewhere. But they got, you know, he's got Revere attitude. You know, he's yeah. got, All right, North Shore roots. Yeah, they're North Shore boys. And uh, so I'm like, I get it. I mean, North Shore boy's not going to mess up his white Jordans over, over, over no bullshit. You know, he's going to show up to the game and still, still show some drip. So he's my godson, so I let him do what he wants. I was like, listen, you're going to learn a lesson today. You're going to learn today. It's like, it's not how you look. It's just, you know, it's about having fun and enjoying it and being in the atmosphere. I was like, look, it's going to be a shitty game. Everyone's going to get soaking wet. And uh, we're just going to have to deal with it. And he's like, they're like, all right, cool. We'll be fine. So they were excited. I brought the grill. We stopped, did my whole, whole thing, got the tailgate food, set it all up. And, um, you know, pouring, shitty. I, I mean, I mean, I half-assed it as best I could. I was like, the kids, first of all, they're 12, so they're not like big, like, fancy eaters. But they're like, yeah, we'll have hot dogs and cheeseburgers. I was like, all right. I got a little fancy. I made steak and cheese, too. And, uh, but I, I did give them their hot dogs and things. Uh and I was like, usually for a game, I'll leave at like 9.30 if I'm going to like a 1 o'clock game. I think we left at 11.15. I was like, I'll get there when I get there. <laughs> like, if it's halftime, that's fine. You also know there's no traffic. Oh, dude. I mean, I, in, in, I don't know, in 30 years of going to the games, I couldn't tell you an easier time getting to the game. I didn't hit a, I didn't hit a stall. Like, you know what I mean? There was, I, I do the shortcut to get to the game. I'm not giving it out on the internet here, so don't fucking even beg for it. But uh, anyway, I usually hit traffic at the shortcut, like right before I get to the stadium. Nope. Right on. I mean, I didn't slow down until I hit my parking spot. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, wow, there's more cars here than I would have thought. And then I got into like section three where I go in, they pull me in, and I just like literally pass the cones, and this entire oasis just opens. Like, I mean, had to be. Two football fields wide by four football fields deep of just open space. And I was like, all right, that's where it is. They hit it like in between. They put all the cars along the edge so it looks full. Oh, and then, and then I get in the middle. I'm like, it was like basically the just giant center section of empty parking. And I was like, uh, can I pull in uh, to the back? Because I want to have the back so I can open my tailgate. They're like, we're trying to fill it, sir. I was like, fill what? I'm the last car here. <laughs> and they were like, all right, whatever, fuck it. And, um, you know, I gave them the experience. We enjoyed it. And then I broke out the pod. They got nervous. They were little kids. They love the pod. Big, big fans of the pod in their middle school. So I threw them on. And we did a little, little uh, thing where it's called Tony's Teen Talk. I did a, 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 little, a little Tony's Teen Talk with the boys at, uh, at the tailgate. And I'm, I'm going to add it at the end of this so they get a little... Uh, you know, a little bump at their school, you know what I mean? So um, Tony's Teen Talk will be coming up at the end of this podcast. But we had a good time, you know, went into the game soaking wet. It was just miserable the whole time. And, uh, I mean, start it's to not, finish, just watching it was just a – it was a chore is what it was. It's not that far off of what we said. We said yeah. they're going to have the ball at the end of the game with a chance to win, but no chance to win. Yeah, like there was. zero chance but to I win. I still say, like, they, the refs fucked up a lot. And the Chargers gave him a lot of chances. Like, the Chargers dropped, like, three yeah. or four passes that could have been touchdowns. Yeah. Like, they, they dropped, like, I mean, it was, granted, it was pissing rain. But, I mean, Herbert put a couple balls on these guys' hands that were, like, easy first downs or at least could have been rent, run for touchdowns. I mean, Zappi put that ball on Thornton's hands. Yeah, he did. That was, like, a money deep ball. That was a good ball. And it wasn't raining that, I mean, it was raining, but it wasn't, like, you're an NFL receiver with gloves that catch the ball themselves. Yeah. And I've, I've been on the record of saying that those gloves should be outlawed. Like, there's no reason for an NFL receiver to be needing that day. shit. I mean, <laughs> go out there, put some dirt on it, or stick them, something. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, there's so many pictures of these NFL receivers. If you look up, like, NFL receiver ridiculous catch, 
I mean, it's the ball just sticks to the glove fingertip. You know what I mean? It's like not even a thing anymore. It doesn't even. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get into the whole glove debate again, but it, it, it's just look up a Hopkins catch from the, like the end zone. You'd be like, is that even touching his hands? Or, like just floats on the outside of it on the glove. What uh, what do you think about watching Zappy? Boring as fuck, and he makes terrible decisions. Like he'll make a decent play, and I like he climbs the pocket. And like we said, he's got too much confidence in himself. He's got like he climbs the pocket really well. He evades the first pressure, which Mac doesn't do. Like Mac, Mac, so Zappy, the only thing he does better than Mac is he climbs the pocket vertically rather than like bailing or going like trying to roll out. You know what I mean? Other than that, I think Mac's better than him. Like Mac, I was calling for him. I was like, come in the game, I bet you Mac will win this game. Like, like yeah. at the end of the game, I was like, put Mac in for the fourth quarter, he'll win. Yeah, so he was, he could, he, sometimes Mac will put a drive together where yeah. you're like, oh, that's all professional, like, good throws. But, yeah, something about it, it's what's like... What's worse? Mac is definitely better, like, yeah. but I like watching Zappy better. At least it's a little more fun. He, like, you never There's know what he's going to do. He's not going to hit, like, he's going to at least, like, scramble out and try to, like, throw a ball no, He tries coverage. to make plays. I think I got into a fight with his dad. I tweeted it. I never was able to confirm it, but I was like, put Mac Jones in. And this guy turned around so mad at me. Like, I literally punched his granddaughter. I mean, he was no, I mean, he was an older guy. He was older than me, but he was like probably like 50s, 50s or something. And he was like, Mac Jones sucks. And he kept saying something. I couldn't understand what he said. And he was a little further away. And I'm with my nephew, so I'm not going to get into a fist fight with this old man. But I wanted his his soul. Like, he said something to me so disrespectful because I could see it in his eyes, but I didn't see, I couldn't hear him because I was like screaming and my. And he was just saying, he's like, Mac Jones sucks. He's like, he kept saying, like, 10, 10 yards, 10 interceptions, 10 yards, 10 interceptions, something like that. And I'm like, what is that? I don't, I don't know what you're saying. And I, I said, what? I don't get it. What are you saying? I said, like, four times. He sucks. He's the worst quarterback in the league. 10 yards, 10 interceptions. I said, what does that mean? What does that mean? And he was like, Belly Zappi's 10 times better than him. And he didn't have an accent. I'm like, this motherfucker, I bet you're his dad. And I said, I said, I was like, are you his dad? And he just turned around and kept looking at the game. But uh, I almost paused it was his dad, because that's where they, like, the player's family sit in like, my kind of section. I bet you it was that little, fuck, little fat fuck. I wanted his soul, too. But if my nephew wasn't there, I would have kept going at him, a bit barking at him. And um, whatever, I was getting fired up. I was like, put Mac in, put Mac in. And then, uh, you know, he threw some passes, and the refs fucked him, too. Like, the play, the play when, um, you remember, like, they, they called defensive pass interference on Devontae Parker. Um, when he dropped the ball, and they're like, no, it was tipped, it was tipped, when it was clearly tipped, but the, it wasn't pass interference, it was holding, and they called defensive pass interference, and they gave, you know, they basically said that it wasn't tipped when it was obviously picked, obviously tipped, basically because they made a mistake, right, so they, they were like, okay, we called the wrong penalty, it was holding, um, you know, they, the Patriots get one extra yard, basically, because it was like a six-yard pass interference, mm. uh, you know, the refs, the refs basically gave us the ball, they yeah, it was tipped, so it was technically it should have been an incomplete pass, uh, but it was the wrong penalty call. And then, like, three plays later, he throws that great pass to fucking uh, Devontae Parker down the sidelines. He catches it. Unfortunately, he's like, on top of the guy, so it was fucking falls, and his leg hits out of bounds before he falls down. But he was getting fucking mauled. Yeah. That entire, like, going up for the ball, the guy's hugging him, never looked back at the ball, and, and Parker made a great catch. But I'm like, all right. Like, make a call when you're supposed to. I mean, this team doesn't need to be fighting against everything. I, I'm surprised that Parker doesn't get more pass interference calls because he is never, the defender is never more than a half inch oh, away from Six him. inches, always. <laughs> he gets zero separation. Yeah, they might as well be so, sh- sharing pants yeah. all the time. 
every like, I mean, he's never once. I don't, I don't know how that guy was picked in the first round. I'd have to go back and look at his college tape because there's no way. I mean, there's. I, he's, well, he's never left a guy in his dust. Like, he's never alone, No, ever. he's like, you, you probably watch him on film, and you're like, well, look at all these contested catches. It's like, yeah, because yeah, they always They are. have to be. There's, if he, then he'd never have a catch because yeah. it wouldn't be contested. But, like, that one should have been pass interference before it was even ruled incomplete, which is bullshit. Like, that's why, I mean, Bill's right with, like, you should be able to challenge calls. Like, that's fucking absurd that that was not called pass interference. Like, that would have given him a chance to win. But, like, did they really deserve to win? No. But still, I mean. Do we want them to win? Like, yes. When you're watching I, the game, I'm rooting for them to win. Yeah, I'm and there. After the game at a is game over, in, I'm like, all right. right they lost. At least they fucking good. tried. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not going out there and fucking dying. You know, they're trying to win. Like, the defense, the, I mean, that's a good offense. And the defense gave up 1.2 yards per rush in a fucking game that, like, a meaningless game. Palmer is just a problem. And gotcha. fucking gotcha. They're all that yeah. Austin Eckler is a fucking all pro. Where you know, I kinda thought like I guess he's only a rookie, but Mapu, like He played a lot last week. Yeah, I, I just kinda haven't really seen like I he think was, he doesn't know his position yet. He is a he was a big like everyone was he was like the fucking preseason hype. Yeah. Like, he was like real hot. Him and Demario Douglas were getting such hype in the preseason. Douglas, oh do we miss him? Yeah. He's the only guy on the offense that has any semblance of being a guy. Yeah, he's there was a uh, a chart came out today. He was like, it was like highest one of one of the the x axis was like highest single coverage and like the highest open coverage, and he was uh, top two in the league. Like it was he single covered like the most, and but he's also open the most. You know, yeah. he beats it constantly every single time. So he's like he's legit, and he's gonna be legit for a long time. But I just gonna build around it. I mean, I just I just hope that that Bob doesn't make some fucking rash decision. And uh, at what point was it like? Was it when you were in the parking lot, or was it like when you were drinking like your fifth beer that you pulled out of your pants that you <laughs> looked at your nephew and was like, "See, you gotta have you learn this primer, right?" <laughs> <laughs> like, you know the way. I mean, you obviously know your way home. <laughs> I mean, it's basically done for you with ways these yeah. days. You toss in the keys like this thing. <laughs> if you get too close, it'll break dri- itself. Really, <laughs> it really drives itself at this point. I mean, this is it's a whole different world. You're fucking twelve years old. Now they were miserable, and then of course the minute. I mean, I had to beg them to. Ha- I mean, that's the thing they don't tell you about being the adult at the tailgate is that you have to load the car and unload it basically yourself because like nobody's ever gonna help you anymore. My kids don't even know what a shovel looks like or like what the trash barrel looks like. They're like, Where, "Where's the trash go once it leaves the house?" I Good. fuck. Why would you know that? They're yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Dude, but- my, my my father had me on the fucking like raking the roof at fucking six years old. So I, I don't know. It's a whole I different have that world these days. Thing when you like, you tell like, you, yeah, like a younger like cousin or nephew or something, where you're like, "Hey, would you pick that up?" And they do it, but they do it with this weird look of like, like you almost feel bad that you're telling them to do something that they you're you also so doing. Yeah, it's like I'm not asking you to do anything crazy. It's just it, so yeah. confusing. Well, it's always it's do. always every single time that my kids will dump out something, or I'll come home and the house will be dirty, and like I don't know who did it. Who did? I know who did it, but like I don't know which kid. So exactly, but I do know. And I'm like, all right, let's pick it up. They're like, no, she did it. I did it. I'm like, I don't care. I, all I do is pick up for you kids, and I never do it. So guess what? You're going to get used to it. And yeah, one out of ten times, they'll help me. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So the minute I hit the car, I get the car started. Okay, God, get guys. That was fun. All four, all four eyes shut, sleeping, KO'd oh, immediately. Yeah. So no one to talk to the whole ride home. I was like, <laughs> all right, right. They're soaking wet, miserable. Now they're sleeping. 
And uh, I just got to go home and listen to fucking Leonard Skinner on the way home by myself. Miserable. Hit traffic as usual. Somehow there's no traffic coming in, but all traffic going out. Like, it's never, it's never, it's never easy both ways. Couldn't tell if Tony's mascara was running from the rain or if he was crying <laughs> on the way home. No. My, my, my nephew was like, you really get into this. This is fun. I was like, yeah. I mean, you might not want to be seen with me in about 15 minutes because I started, I was cursing up a storm. I mean, I was like, put Mac fucking in, screaming. And people look, I'm by myself. Nobody cares about the game. I mean, I mean that stadium, they say it was 100% because it was sold out. So you have to call it 100%. But, I mean, if that baby was 65% full, <laughs> I'd be surprised. I mean, you could go, you know, like when you go to the bathroom, usually like you'll go down to the concourse and it's just a sea of people. You have to like bump shoulders. I mean, I could have fucking uh, barrel rolled to the bathroom <laughs> if I wanted to. It was fucking so empty. I, it was it was crazy. But I had I mean, a similar. Uh, again, I, I blame part of that on the rain. People still like to go and have fun. I had a similar kind of experience. I was at the uh, I was doing the tasting for the wedding oh. that we're having this year. It was, it was pretty Class. much the same environment. Yeah. Oh. What do we have? What do we have? did we have a lobster bisque? What was it? What was no on the bisque, menu? We, I tell you what's fantastic. They had these little French onion soup appetizers, these little bread bowls. I like that already. I was like, well, anything in a bread bowl is good. It, but it was like a little like finger bread bowl. Oh, oh, wow, incredible! I love that. I That's like, this feels new. Like no one knows about. Yeah, this. nobody like, knows about the the mini bread bowl. I listen. You could serve dog shit to me in a bread bowl. And I'd be like, this is really classy. It was fine. Yeah. It was this other one that was like a. It was like a tuna. In a little like it was almost like this little cup, but it was like a it was like in like a bread cup and yeah. a little s- spicy Love sauce it. on top. When I, when I go to a ski lodge and they don't have a chili in a bread bowl, I get irreconcilable. I can't even like just, I just can't, I get so angry that I can't even explain it. I get like it's irreversible for the day. Like it's the amount of anger and upset I get at it. Um, I didn't really realize like what I was walking into either. Like as soon as I got there, I was like, oh. There's like a lot of people here, and there's not as many tables. I'm like, we're gonna be sitting with strangers. <laughs> <laughs> like it didn't dawn on me until we, and then we, we get there, and like then I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, all these girls are wearing white hair as like their thing. I'm doing. the bride. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I have fucking forty eight psychopath. Dumb girls here, all that are, all tasting the same time. Yeah, and like, you what, just they have a tasting them, parade. It was like a big, they, they bring out all the food and everything. So, like, everyone goes. It's like a couple of we at the weekend. Yeah. And, like, all these girls are all just like, and then, like, we sit Nagging down. Nagging their get mom. Like, we get this, like, normal kind of couple. And, uh, you know, the girl has, like, a green shirt on. So oh, like, wait, right. you sit at the same table? You didn't even have your own table? That's what I was saying. That's oh, what I no. realized. It. Like, so I was like, oh, and they were actually, like, pretty normal, except for the girl's mother was there. Ugh. And she was just I'm paying like, for the goddamn thing. It was like the, she tried the salmon. And I was like, <laughs> it was like one of those ones that had the salmon. I was like, oh, that's like good. And then she was like, just way too much salt. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was, I was actually gonna say it was too salty. Like, so I didn't for my come. wedding, for my the people, the, the people at my wedding, they did, they like a salt. Yeah. They like a salted salmon. <laughs> she, she ate something out. She yeah. ate something else and like almost like spit it out. And yeah. I was like. I don't I was, think we. I'm say, ma'am. I don't think we have the same budget. I mean, I obviously, to, you're not going to be able to enjoy this. I had to pretend to cross it off my list. Like, oh, that was gross. And Put I'm a like, huge star next to it. <laughs> like, oh, this is not bad. The meatloaf sandwich. Love yeah. this fucking shit. She's like, Ugh, poor man, food. I'm like, Ooh, give me a double cheeseburger, fucking BK. If, if Burger King could have uh, 
could have fucking catered my wedding, I would have I would have went paid forty five thousand dollars for it. We really did blow it by not like we should have been. We should be getting married. I should be getting married in an Elks Lodge. At, oh yeah, <laughs> Bur- like, <laughs> Burger King Southbound in Saugus that's been there since nineteen oh one should cater <laughs> weddings is literally condemned on the inside. You can't even go in. It's so disgusting. But it's I'll tell you, the food coming out of that kitchen is just the goat. You the get so- married at the Elks with that fucking all you can drink fucking Carlo Rossi. You don't even have to, like, if you got married in Elk Dogs, you wouldn't have to have an open bar because no matter what, your tab's like $12. Yeah, it's 11 cents. Yeah, <laughs> it's 11 cents for a fucking Coors Light. A double whiskey is, like, on the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'd be like, yeah, don't worry about it. You can drive home. <laughs> Who cares? I know every cop in town. Uh, the 80s, they really knew what they were doing. Like, yeah. That wedding you went to, like, when you were talking about going to the Saugus ITM, I was like, oh, that was it. That's where <laughs> I should be getting. That Instead, was a little small for my liking. If they did that at the Yelks, it would have been perfect. Yeah, like, I mean, sure, you want. Maybe you'd go to the Portuguese American Club, like, yeah. down the street. Something a little bigger, but, yeah, I was, like, I was there, and I'm just looking, like, part of me was thinking, like, are we, like, are we idiots for getting married here? Like, this feels uh, like everything's way too expensive. I was, so I was the first one to get married in my family, and... I come from a long line of Italian govones. So I was like, okay, so I have to have a big wedding. My wife was like, no, we're not going to have a big wedding. Like, Why do we get to spend all that money? I was like, because it's a wedding. I just thought, like, <laughs> you don't get it. It's a wedding. <laughs> Everyone comes. I'm inviting the fucking 25th cousins from Sicily to come over. Like, and I was like, you can come. Wear your dress. Apollonia. <laughs> and we're fucking all having a blast. And I, and I was like, oh, this is expensive fast. <laughs> and like the minute you get to like, I I we I remember we sent out the um we sent out the save the dates to like all my cousins and all this shit. And I was like, yeah, plus one, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then I sent out the uh, I sent out the invitations. I was like, you get no plus one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I told them all, I was like, you get no plus ones and you have to be eighteen to come. And uh, I we cut it down drastically, but I was like, Yeah, this is my mistake, so I have to own that. But we did have a good time, but it was just like, oh, the whole process. This is night the inviting people, the like people like you're like, Oh, I want to invite them, but they, Nina's like, I don't even know them. And I'm like, yeah, I guess <laughs> that's fair. You don't know it's my them. my mom's best friend. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's what I got endless. into. And we have cousins. Like, I thought, like, I have, a, like, a pretty big family. Yeah. Like, I have, like, shit ton of cousins and uncles or whatever. And my family's smaller than hers. Her yeah. family's huge. It's like people I don't even know their names. So it's like the same type of thing. Where oh, you're like, yeah. You just got to give them the shitty tables. By the way, I haven't got my I haven't got my invite yet. I know, that's weird. It's a little it's weird. Coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. That was another thing. We had to go take the uh, all the friends off the list. Go take like the pictures for like the save of dates and like the invitations. Oh yeah. So we had to like go to some beach and like I'm not a random just, beach. Like, first of all, your beach bod these days. <laughs> Nina, she's like, all right, get a white sweater. So I'm like, I go out white completely sweater. forgot <laughs> anything. I come home like, oh, you're gonna love what I got. I got this blue sweater. I'm like, this thing's awesome. She like, built her whole outfit around like, the white Are sweater. You fucking kidding me? And then I was like, well, I get this other one. And I pull, and she goes, it better be white. I'm like, why does it have to be white? She's like, I told you 12 times it needs to be white. So I get this gray one. I have to return it. I come back in white. I'm not right now in white sweater shape. That's a tough. I mean, that's a that's that's a tough shape to be in. I mean, you yeah. got you got to see you're gonna see abs through the white sweater for oh. sure. No, you got to go no undershirt. I mean, that's a, no undershirt under the sweater. Maybe a chain da- a chain dangling. Well, I have. I mean, I'm a hairy individual. Yeah. I had the white sweater on with black hair protruding through. The oh, sweater. not through the so fucking. Could, I had to like a fucking be, old ship, yeah. uh, old ship's captain. It was just a night, and so every picture you get, you're looking at it and you're like. 
I don't have an angle, and then <laughs> <laughs> there's no angle that works. Uh, so, like, at some point, so the, at some point, Nita's just gonna be like, "That's that's what you look like. That's yeah, you. That's uh, this is the photo you're getting because that's what you look like." I was like, "All right, let's go." With, she's like, "All right, send me back the three you want." And like, on, I just, didn't even. Just her. I, this is her and the dog. <laughs> it was it was three with the back of my head. Yeah. I was like, "That is Perfect. not bad." You know what? Oh. I got a pretty good angle there. I, I shifted my hip. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm easy. It's just not everything's falling. I'm apart. easing right into my fat jeans right now. Ah, oh, just it feels good. I turned 38 two days ago. I mean, it's a whole thing now. I'm just fucking sliding right into fucking middle age. Uh, yeah. Don't care about my body. I'm just gonna die young and enjoy it. I'm just gonna go out like Marlon Brando. His famous quote was just, "I just like to eat ice cream." After he was like the sexiest man of like the 30s, 40s, and 50s, he was like, "I'm just gonna get 700 pounds before I die. Fuck it." It's the be- like as long as you're not like, like. I lost it like five pounds because when I was like bending over to pick my shoes up, I had this like back fat I could feel. Yeah, like yeah. that's the limit. But like, I would be fine with where I am right now. Yeah, no one's it. looking at me. No one cares. No one cares. Yeah. You got kids and nobody like. But I have a wedding coming up and all these photos. Yeah, get... After taking these last photos, I'm like, that's it. It's a wrap. This is though. a disaster. Like this whole this whole operation. You got to cut down for the wedding. That's like the last thing that you really have to be somewhat, uh, you know. Have an image for. You know what I mean? No one cares about I, I, any picture after yeah, that. It's bad. Like you're never going to be in a published photo after your wedding, so you might as well just, unless somebody puts, you know, that's it. It's a wrap. <laughs> we got, like, we I looked taken, worse like, then than I do now, I think. I was, I mean, I was, uh, I don't know. I don't even know how old. 26. Tan as fuck, but I was, like, muscular, but I was always, a, I was always like, 1930s bodybuilder muscular. <laughs> not, a, not a hint of definition on me. So, like, every time I just look like a chubby, yeah. you know, picking up barrels, you know what I mean? I just not a... Just Maxing never, out three times a week. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I did. I was not a fucking... I didn't know anything about cardio. I still don't. I don't... I did never attempted to cardio or no. run. I was just like, let's go lift as heavy as we can and fuck it. Let's eat some fucking corn on the cob every night. Yeah, I don't know. This whole this whole wedding thing, you're like, what are we, what are we like, doing? Why this are we doing this? Every, like, it's, it's just an excuse for everybody you know to get shit faced and possibly become violent at. Like it's literally it. Like and then people get annoying. You'll be at a uh, like I went to a barbecue. It was like Fourth of July, and yeah, you know, my uncle will have this party every year, and uh, it's always the same people, 100 percent of the time, always the same. But this one time, my grandfather's sister was there, and he has twin sisters. And uh, they both lived f- super far away. One lived in New Hampshire, one lived in New York. And I hadn't seen them in, I don't know, 30 years. But, like, again, it's like the thing, like, my grandfather's like, you got to invite everybody. Like, every fucking, I mean, uh, we got relatives in Sicily. I was like, I don't, I can't anymore. Like, we're out. I already got to this point. I was like, I was going to invite them, can't do it. And all of a sudden, his sister is there, and I'm like, fuck me. And she's just like, so when's the wedding? I'm like, uh, it's November. She's like, I haven't got my invitation yet. And I was like, oh, fuck me. And she's like, I'll bring my son as my date. I was like, you're going to bring your son as a date? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, first of all, I don't, I don't. Where am I going to put you? Like, she, I was like, now you've got a sister. Do I have to invite her too? I'm not doing it. And she's like, she, she, yeah. like my grandfather at the time had a brother and two twin sisters. I invited one sister and her son. <laughs> I was like, I, I, you forcibly forced, you forced my hand at this barbecue, and I will never forget it. I had someone go, uh, yeah, I had someone go like, yeah, like I, you know, I get, I get an invite to a wedding. I send it right back. Like right away, we you know, we're in, and I was like, I was like, I'm a list. You won't have to send anything yeah. back. I I said no to so a wedding for the first time in my career last year, and I was like, that felt great. I said no, and I loved hey, it. I want like, I don't know how to do. I do this with a lot of things where like I really want you to come. I'm like, yeah, come, but like, 
I really want you to know it's okay if you say no. <laughs> like, I really want to put that on the wedding. Like, hey, please come. But if you don't, we're okay with it. Like, Gifts we're more still than, welcome. Yeah, we don't. I don't want to have to do the thing of like, oh, we need you at my wedding. It's like, no. If you don't want to go, I'm I'm happy that you're my, not here. So it was like a family wedding. Not real family, but like, you know, outer edge family that I got invited to. I was like, I ain't going to that. And, uh, you know, especially because it was like they already had two kids and like their life was like all set up. I'm like, I'm not going like. The fuck, I'm not going to that. Yeah, who gets married if they have a kid? <laughs> the type yeah. of psycho does okay. that. Well, listen, I know you. I don't know them. I know I like I don't I could care less what yeah. if they're married or not. Um and you know, I was like, I'm sure it'll be a good wedding. She was like an only child and be like probably open bar and have fun, but I was like, I just I'm not going. Like it was too far. Like if it was in my house, I would have went, but it was too far. That's and the other thing. <laughs> so this wedding is like an hour and forty five minutes away. Okay, I'm already it's an overnighter. An overnighter. Oh, we going south or north? We're going north. Oh, okay, that's not bad. Norton, New Hampshire. It's on a on a golf course. Nice pool. There's tennis courts. All types of things to do. Like having a party. I'd love the night to before. drive home drunk from there. It sounds great. <laughs> so it's like that's the other thing too. It's like we're asking people to go this far away. I'm like, you're gonna you gotta be uh, prepared for no gifts. That's an issue. Uh, that's a serious issue. Yeah, I don't know. I'm fine with it. I'm just like. I don't. I, I really like. Really want to put on the invitations. Like, don't, don't, don't. If you, you don't, don't have, to. if you're not gonna bring your party face, like, don't even. <laughs> I don't. It. Yeah, I get I, it. I, thought, I would say when no I said to no wedding. to that wedding, my mom was like, "So, what are you gonna send for a gift?" I was like, "I'm not going." She goes, "Yeah, I know, but what are you gonna send for a gift?" Uh, I'm not going. Did you hear me? She goes, "No, you still have to send a gift." I said. Why? Because she sent me a piece of paper, said I was invited. I don't think I'm sending anything. And if she hates me for the rest of my life for it, so be it. And, like, I did not know that that was a rule. You get invited, you have to send things. Fuck no. That's not the way it works in my brain. Yeah, I I only said no to one wedding, and I was, like, 22 or 23, and they were getting married in Jamaica. And I was like, I can't. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, okay. My cousin got married in Jamaica, but that was, like, she was like, you can come if you want. I was like, I'm I, I mean, Jamaica sounds great, but I no, I'm not going to that. I was like, I, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I well, I can only say yes to this if Discover approves me. Yeah. So <laughs> you hold on. I will bus. go, but I sit in first class ahead of everybody, and I have. Uh, I also will be in the cl- the airport club, <laughs> yeah. and you guys cannot pretend like yeah. you know me at all. <laughs> I have to check we are in with not in the same level and, here. Yeah. I don't know weddings. It really is like this. It's it's like we've been getting in fights. We never fight. Oh, and yeah. like the ride up to the, uh, we didn't talk. Until like twenty, it was an hour and forty minute drive. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk for the first hour and a half. Pretty, <laughs> I really hope they have sloppy joes. <laughs> On the way up, we were just like, it was just arguments uh. over like kids getting invited to weddings, or like, at one point she's like, "You don't know where these people are staying." I'm like, "You don't fucking know." Either. <laughs> <laughs> they could sleep on the golf course, bro. I give a fuck. Oh, uh, we gotta get a bus for this. Where's the where's the accommodations? It was a uh, fucking disaster yeah. of just. And then I'm like, what are we even doing? Like, why are we even fighting over this fucking? Oh yeah, the Elks does sound good right about oh, now. The Elks. The deposit already gone and paid for. Yeah, it's uh, all. That's gone. a wrap. It's already yeah, happening. Credit card bills through the roof. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> uh, well, what do we got for tomorrow? Tomorrow's a big day for the big Pats game. So I saw a bet. You could take the Patriots money line. In the over, in yeah. ten to one. Over no, it was over. Patriots to win and Patriots the over. Patriots over forty. Oh, so that's fuck. what I was. Thinking. I wouldn't go near that. Over forty in the Patriots to win. So say the Patriots win a, a normal NFL football. game. Are they going to play ten games? Twenty-three to twenty. A normal football game. 
It pays 10 to 1. It's kind of insane to think that a normal football game is not, not even happen. comprehensible for no. this Patriots team. They're going to th- the game tomorrow is no, I just uh, it's a short week so like it's it's typical like a Thursday night game is always going to be they're always going to be like bare bones like we didn't really practice for you. We were we kind of practiced but most of the time we were rehabbing from the game on Sunday. So like the teams are never all the way in on the opponent. You know what I mean? Unless they're a division team and they've like already played each other. But so I kind of think there will be some scoring in the game just because it's so bad. Either it's like horrendously sloppy and both offenses are just fumbling all over the place or like teams like the defenses are sloppy. It's one or the other. I, I'm going to tend to think that the offenses, at least the Patriots offense, is going to be shitty again. Um, I don't know. I got, I got the Steelers winning. I think it's going to be like uh, – you know, Trubisky has been on the team long enough. He's not hurt. He's only played, like, one minute. He played last week for, you know, coming in for picket. So, I mean, they're not blowing the doors off anybody either. Our defense is pretty good. They might be down Najee Harris. They're definitely down picket. Uh, so, I mean, I got that. I The Steelers probably, like, they get, like, three field goals and maybe sneak in. I don't know. I'll say – I'm going to say they get 12 to Patriots uh, – 12 to 6. I'm going to say 12 to 6 uh, Steelers tomorrow. Do you think that it's an advantage that the Patriots offense only can run eight plays or a disadvantage? Because I think it might help them. Because they can only prob- they probably only run about 12 plays. And they just recycle them. That's how bad yeah. this offense is. It could help in a short week that they're I like. I mean, TJ oh. Watt is an issue. They, this team's got a much better defense than the Chargers, who we couldn't score on at home. Uh so I don't know. I did like like Thornton getting like around the edge a couple times. Like maybe utilize that some more. If obviously, Demario, don't, obviously don't throw to him deep because he can't catch. If Demario Douglas plays, I think already out. Already, is he out? He's out. Because I thought they were. He was, I heard he was trending to play. Damn it. <laughs> nope. Well, there that goes. That I mean, him the and Butte are out. So they're going with the same crew that they had last game. Uh, Juju, Juju Smith Schuster. Juju Stiff Schuster in a in a in his ho- in his uh his old stomping grounds. Maybe he puts on a show. Yeah, I don't have them doing much. Um, I don't really see them winning. I don't see the offense being able to do enough. Yeah, and, but, you know, it's going to be like every game that we've watched recently. It's going to be, you know, exhausting. 10 to 7. People are making fun of it online. Patriots have the ball with a chance to win in the ball. You think they're going to score a touchdown? I think they're going to score, yeah. Yeah, they might because, like I said, Thursday they're not practicing for each other. Like Zeke might break one. The you never know. The defense is due. The defense hasn't really made like a big, big play. They Jalen Mills said well. that the other day. He's like, "What are you, they're like? What are you guys gonna do on defense?" He's like, "Obviously, we have to score because <laughs> 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 cause we can't win if we just stop them every time because we give up. They give up. They broke like a fucking. Tun- they they literally have the Patriots like that tungsten arm tweet. Have you ever seen that tweet? Like went super viral. Like um, he was like um. Every time I watch the Angels play, it's like, oh, uh, Mike Trout went four for four with two home runs, and Shohei Otani has done something that hasn't been done since uh, since Tungsten Arm O'Doyle of the 1910 <laughs> fucking uh, Philadelphia Athletics uh, as the Angels lose eight to four, <laughs> like something like that. And uh, I was like, wow, the Patriots are the Tungsten Arm tweet of the NFL. They gave up uh, – Less than 10 points in, like, three straight games and lost every single one. And that hadn't happened since 1938. Uh, That's got to be frustrating. How far, like, because Rodgers went to the Jets being like, 
All right, they're just me, a me away. Yeah. How far away are the Patriots? I mean, the defense is there. Are they like a because people are saying they're the like offensive a Jets line's la- bad. Like a, nah, I think got the offensive line's good. They've gotten better, and yeah. they they can pass protect. I think they, they pass run protect. Block. Yeah, they run block well. Their pass protection, I guess, is like everyone said. I don't know how you even. I mean, he didn't get sacked last week. I mean, he did, but he, it was his fault was a couple times. Yeah, uh, like the week before, he didn't get sacked. I don't think. Strange has been like okay. The right side of the line's good. Yeah, he got beat by Khalil Mack, like, on when you... But, like, is there shame in that? Like, yeah, I'm sure T.J. Watt's going to have a sack tomorrow, too. But, like, it's not the end of the I world. I really think, I guess, if they just get a quarter... If they were to get a quarterback, they all they have to do is fill in a few pieces, and they're, like... You're, like, a fucking... a couple. You're a couple... Like, one great receiver and, like, one decent receiver... And maybe a one offensive lineman. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe you could upgrade. I, I still think Hunter Henry and Gasicki are capable. I think that's yeah. Born Douglas and like a stud receiver and a good, be good quarterback. I think they're and a quarterback, a good team, a great yeah. team probably, and a young running back. They need a young backup, a third down back, yeah. a pass catching running back. Like that's four guys. Like I don't even see. There's not many other uh, upgrades on defense. Like you need a second cornerback maybe because you do well, Gonzalez is going to come back. Yeah, but you need like a, an outside cornerback because you drop Jack Jones. I mean, yeah, you, you J.C. Got, Jackson's not necessarily. He could be the guy again. He could be, but is he really? Jonathan I mean, Jones. He'd be great to have as a like a third option. Yeah, they they probably are going to end up drafting someone young who's yeah. also going. They they drill cornerbacks like like Jack Jones still looked like he was going to be good, but he's just obviously had to go. Yeah, had to go. He's just a problem. So anyway, hey, stay stay tuned for Tony's teen talk. Um, I just, I just lured some young uh, individuals to over to my tailgate this this Sunday and had them uh, chat, uh, lure, as I as I do at Cub Scout practice most times. Um, so anyway, it's uh you know what it is as usual. Brady Disciple, Malcolm Go Pod on Twitter, um, the Patreon patreon.com slash Malcolm Go Podcast is uh you know we'd love you to be on there. It's ad free. I put up extra episodes, other weird shit, and then we got the Discord. Uh, where we just talk Patriots and shit talk 24 hours a day. So that's discord.com slash Malcolm Go Podcast. I send out the links on Twitter. And uh, stay tuned for Tony's Teen Talk, and uh, we'll be back next week if I'm not dead. All right. It's the Malcolm Go Podcast. We're going a little bit different. We're from the tailgate today, uh, live, December 3rd, before we play the Los Angeles Chargers. All I know is pain. I'm sitting here in the rain. Uh, my brother was too scared to come. Vince was too scared to come. So uh, I brought along some Malcolm Go fans, uh, middle schoolers, or not even middle schoolers yet, but it's Tony. We're going to do a little Tony teen talk today. Um, and uh, just remind me what your guys' names are. Uh, you didn't have to say your last name. But, uh, what's, your la- what's your name, sir? I'm Tommy. Tommy, how are you guys doing? Are you, uh, I'm, I'm happy that. So is Malcolm Go the number one podcast in Box, Boxford Elementary? Yeah, it's good. It's huge. You got stickers or yeah. big yeah. fans. Just what's your favorite part about the pod in general? Just, uh, yeah, see, perfect. Tommy, you nervous? Yeah, you look nervous. I'm gonna be honest. He won't talk into the mic. He's very. He's holding it very gently. Uh, we had an authentic tailgate experience here. The, the t- tailgate's off to a roaring start. It's a, it's a um, trashy, basically one of the mill, boring uh, tailgate. Hot dogs and burgers today, but like. What do we what do we what do we expect? These boys are woefully underdressed for the rain. I'm in all my rain gear. They got a poncho and they got their cool sneakers on. 
probably $400 sneakers that are going to get ruined and they don't even think about it. All they know is they just want to talk about their, they're just thinking about their drip, so they don't care about anything else. Is that right, boys? Talking to the mic? Yeah, he was not ready. Tommy. Uh, Tommy, is that right? That was your name? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Tommy. Yeah. Uh, so how do you feel those sneakers are going to f- uh, work during this pouring rain game in which it will never stop? How do you think those sneakers are going to come out of this game? After oh. I warned you and warned you to wear rain gear. Yeah, I think they're going to be very ruined. Yeah. Now. Do you think that your uh, your dad and mom are going to be happy because they probably pay- paid three hundred dollars for those sneakers? Oh no, definitely not. They're not definitely not going to be happy about that. No, uh, that's okay. Um, I listen. I'm in my rain gear. Um, the boys are happy after Thanksgiving. We haven't had a, a, a chat. I mean, what are we thinking today? I know. I, I noticed you taking a couple props, looking at a couple props with you and your homeboys, uh, Thomas. What, what what do you what do you see today that happened in the game? I think we're going to completely fold, especially. Talking to the mic, sir. I think we're gonna fold, um, especially with Completely? Bailey Zappy. Uh, I think we're gonna throw like three picks and lose by like thirty. Thirty. It's a good breakdown. No, I don't disagree. I mean, listen, this is this is Patriots weather. Uh, we don't have a lot of action today. I mean, we're gonna get Bailey Zappy. You are in the throwbies, though. People are discounting the fact that they're in throwbies today. So with the throwbies. Bailey's happy, under the lights, in the pouring rain. I like the Patriots today. I, I Listen, I like the Patriots every week, but I especially like them today. I just The Chargers have no heart. They can never go to New England and win. Um, Bill Belichick, he's got to get a couple <coughs> a couple more wins under his belt so that he gets, his, you know, he gets off the hot seat, as they say. Um, I just think they're going to win today. I don't know. I don't know why what. I just, it's going to be a terrible game. It's going to be pissing rain the whole time. I think they're going to rush for like 500 yards. I bet you Malik Cunningham plays more than Bailey Zappi. Is that an over/under? I, I like that bit. If you have that on your uh, on your bet sheet. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. Oh, all right. Good analysis. Um, Tommy's. What do you see? What do you see today from Justin Herbert? Um, I think he's going to do pretty good. All right. It's not like we have Christian Gonzalez or anything anymore. So, you think he's just going to roll? Yeah. Just throw all over the place in this rain? In the rain. Think he's gonna throw all over us? I mean, if Justin Herbert can't do it, then Billy Zappi definitely can't. Yeah. I don't disagree. I think they are gonna win, and I think you know what? We'll have a breakdown after the game, but I mean, I, I really don't see the Chargers scoring more than like uh, I don't know, 17 points, which we can't even score that many. But today, I just have a feeling they're just gonna lean on the run, a lot of screen passes, you know. I don't know. Tony Teen Talk here. Uh, so, what's the hot gossip, boys? Any uh, anything going on, like in the in, in the internet? Like, what's 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 dope? What's fat? Nothing really. No. Uh, yeah. Nothing's dope. Just video games. Is that dope and fat? Sneakers. We're all into sneakers. What do you guys want from Santa? Um. Sneakers. You're gonna need new yeah. ones after the game. <laughs> new hoop shoes. What are you averaging these days? Triple double. 15? Oh, my God. 15 on a good day. How many rebounds? What position are you playing? Small forward. Do you count your stats? That's not being a team That's not being a team player. We don't count our stats. Tommy, did we just get out of football season for you? Yeah. Anything good happened at the end of the season? or? Not really. Did we we have went down 1-7. 1-7? What happened in the win, though? 
Oh, um, there was a bunch of fumbles, strip sacks. Did you make yeah, any plays? Uh, yeah, I sacked a QB. Oh, sh- see, see, humble, humble brag, humble brag, from Thomas. All right, sacks the QB in a in a victory, a victory in victory. Uh, in a big win, he gets the big play. Who did? You had a fumble recovery for a touchdown? He got the ball and ran for a touchdown. That's an incredible play. I wish we'd get some of that on the Patriots. All right, why don't you guys pick the score, and then um, after the game, we can talk some more and see how we did. Let's make some predictions. Some, my, my predictions today are Patriots 13, Chargers 10, and Malik Cunningham plays more than Bailey Zappi and runs for... 70 yards today. Um, I think it's going to be Chargers take the win, 21-17. Wow. I mean, listen, if the Patriots lose, they ain't scoring 17 points. I just want you to know that. It's either they win or if they lose, it's by a lot. I think it's going to be Patriots 16-17. I love it. I love it. Any, any, any hot takes? What, what, what's going to happen today? Any good... Messy. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fumbling, a lot of interceptions, terrible passes. Um, what else? What else do you guys want to want to uh, talk about? Anything? How how underdressed you are and how soaking wet you guys are going to be by the fourth quarter? How how quick you're going to guys you guys are going to be in the 204 underneath the uh, underneath the concrete overhang for uh, several quarters because you guys are going to be like you you cared more about your uh, your style and your drip than your um, than actually being dry. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be ugly for you boys. I'm going to be honest. From start to finish, it's going to get ugly. Um, all right. Well, that's a good uh, good start to the pod. We'll see you after the game. And uh, go Pats, go. All right. Thanks for listening to Tony's Teen Talk. Uh, you know, I think the boys did a good job. Relatable content. Uh, wholesome content, if you ask me. Um, you know, yeah, like I said, if I'm not dead, you'll hear me next week. Go Pats. <laughs> Do your job, all right? Don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. 47, 8 months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about honor. It's about respect. We win this game. You're honored. Your kids are honored. Your family's honored. Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands. He has it. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.